Blog Talk Radio.
welcome, welcome, welcome to this day that's the 30th of April, 2023, the last Sunday in the month of April. Next time you hear from us, um, it will be the 1st of May, and it will be iron sharpening iron, but I am blessed today to say that we're here on this Sunday, and we'll be here on the next Sunday, if the Lord allows, on the 7th of May. So just think, mm, what a blessing. We are up. We are moving. We are breathing. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, for traveling mercy, protection, and so much. So I'm going to turn the program over to Minister Sylvia so that she could pray for us in the program. And then later on, I'm going to share a little bit that the Lord has given me. And then we're going to come back and we're going to pray for Minister Margo and anyone else that God has um, given you to pray for. But I'm calling out um, Minister Margo because she's one of our ministerial leaders, um, and um, she is going through some things right now. But what I love about God is that he knows that he's a miraculous God. He knows that he works miracles, signs, and wonders, and there is nothing, did you hear me, nothing too hard for God. So we're going to be praying for her after I share the little bit tidbit that um, God has given me. And remember what I said, it's for everyone. So we won't uh, leave out anyone, even though I do want a special prayer for Minister Margot McCoy. Uh, Minister Sylvia, are you available to pray? Yes, ma'am. Father God, we come okay, to you on this morning, oh Lord. Father God, we come to you on this morning asking you for to forgive us for every sin, God. Every sin unknowingly, every sin knowingly. God, we ask you for to forgive us of sin of commission and omission, O oh Lord. We ask you to forgive us of the sin of secretness, the sin that we secretly have done. God, we just ask you for every sin, any and every way that it can be made up, come up, and act out. We ask you for forgiveness on today, O oh God, because we want you to hear each and every one of our prayers. God, we lift up clean hands to you. We ask you to deliver, heal, and bless the mentally ill, the ones with mental health issues. We ask you to heal and deliver any and everyone that has physical problems. We ask you to heal and deliver any and everyone that's dealing with homelessness, whether they're inside a home with someone or on the streets or in a facility, God, where they feel like they don't have a home. God, we ask you to heal and deliver us of speech impairment, God. God, we ask you to heal and deliver us of our mindset. God, we ask you to heal and deliver us of the way we feel and think and love one another, 
how we see about one another. God, we ask you to heal and deliver that we are procrastinators, to put an urgency down in us, oh God, to see about your people. God, we ask you to heal and deliver our neighborhoods, oh God. God, we know that the word said we are your people and you are called by your name. If we turn from our wicked ways, humble ourselves, God, we know what your words say, God. God, we ask you to heal and deliver our minds, open back up our minds that we would desire to pray. Individual, corporate prayer, join together prayer. God, we would just come back, heal and deliver us from ourselves, oh God. God, when we don't know what to pray, God, teach us how to open our mouths and ask you, what should I pray for? Who should I pray for? God, give me the earning, give me the option, give me the desire to pray, God. God, heal us. Heal us from ourselves, oh God. God, we want to thank you this morning for the opportunity to come before you to say heal, 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 deliver, 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 deliver. God, we need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough, oh, Lord. Forget what we think about. Forget what we talk about. But, God, what do you say? What do you say, God? I know what it looked like on yesterday. I know what it looked like the day before. I know what it looked like last week. But, God, from today on, God, what do you say? How does it look, God? How does it look to you, God? God, put it back in us that we're somewhere in the future and we look much better than we do right now. God, put it back in us that it's your will, not our will. Your way, not our way. Put it back in us, God, to want to please you, to want to serve you, to depend on you, oh God. God, you do not give us a spirit of fear. You do not give us a spirit of anxiousness. God, take away the spirit of pride. Take it away, oh God. Put it back in us, God, that when we need help to ask for it. Put it back in us, oh God, it's okay to say I'm not okay. Put it back in us, oh God. Put it back in us that it's your will, your way. What God gives you, that's for you. What God gives me, that's for me. What God gives someone else, that's for someone else. Put it back in us, God, to walk in our ministry, not the ministry that we think you said but the ministry we know you said, God. God, we ask you to heal our cities, our streets, our land. Heal us individually, oh, Lord. I ask you these things in Jesus' name, and I trust that it is so. Before I take it back, I'll add more to it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God, I thank you for the prayer that has been prayed, the prayers that will be prayed. Um, And I thank you just for the honor of praying. Well, today I'm going to share the title that God gave me first. 
It's called listening in order to hear and hearing in order to be clear. Again, the title of this message from God is listening in order to hear and hearing in order to be clear. Well, on the 28th of April, God had me write to Misha, one of my goddaughters. I am praying for you all during this time of transition of this great woman, talking about her grandma. She was so good to me consistently, talking about her grandma towards me. Please hug your mom for me, talking about her mother, Mavis, and know that I love you all for real. And the one thing that I wanted to be clear to everyone was that when it came to, as they called her sister Lynch, some called her mother Lynch, She never allowed others' opinions or dislikes concerning me or even others to influence or impact how she spoke to me, treated me, or even others. And she would clearly articulate in others based on her what-would-Jesus-do mentality and theme of and in life. She oftentimes made me feel like it was Jesus talking to me when she would tell me that she loved me. And I felt as though she had thrown whatever I had did or said into the sea of forgetfulness because she remembered not only what she had done, She remembered all of the things that her children and grandchildren had done that she wanted other people to forgive them for, and so much more. Um, It could have been things of infidelity. It could have just been so much. But she was such a forgiving woman from what I knew. I'm not speaking about what other people may have known or thought they knew about her. But see, when... She was saying that it felt like she was saying, like I said, I throw whatever you did in the sea of forgetfulness. Now go on your way and sin no more. So although the message version of Micah 7 uh, verses 18 through 20 actually declares the same thing that the other versions declare, because see, it really doesn't say in there that God threw it in the See your forgetfulness. That's something that we say. But let's listen to what Micah 7, chapter 18 through 20, message version says. Where is the God who can compare with you? Wiping the slate clean of guilt turning a blind eye and a deaf ear mm. to the past sins 
of your purged and precious life. You don't nurse your anger and don't stay angry long, for mercy is your specialty. That's what you love most, and compassion is on its way to us. You'll stamp out our wrongdoing. You'll sink our sins to the bottom of the ocean. You'll stay true to your word, the Father Jacob, and continue the compassion you showed Grandfather Abraham. Thing you promised our ancestors from a long time ago. That's what the message version says. So that lines up with how we oftentimes say when we paraphrase these scripture verses that they're saying God throws our sins into the sea of forgetfulness when he forgives us. See, Sister Lynch was a great communicator. So when she communicated, many times I believe, I said I believe, she asked God, God, what would you have me to say to this person? How would you have me to say it? When would you have me to say it? Because I don't want them to continue in sin, but I don't want people to continue to accuse them of something they did not do. See, John 8 and 47 says, whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. (laughs) Talking about communication and hearing, remember what the lesson is called. The lesson today is called listening in order to hear and hearing in order to be clear. So if, according to 8, John 8 and 47, you don't hear God, it's because you're not of God. Let me read it again. Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. Hebrews 2 and 1 says, therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. The scripture is talking about paying close attention to what you heard. Not that you didn't hear it, but if you don't pay close attention from it, you'll stray away from it. Hebrews verses. 7 and 15 says, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, not when, but if you hear his voice, and then 15 says, as it is said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. What about when you hear him, but your heart's not right? So you're not really hearing them. Because it says, 
in the 15th verse, as it is said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. John 5 and 25 says, truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. It's talking about the dead hearing God's voice. That's verse 25. Verse 30 says in the same chapter, John 5, I can do nothing on my own. As I hear, as I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And then the 37th verse in that same chapter. And the Father who sent me has himself borne witness unto about me. His voice you will never, no, his voice you have never heard. His form you have never seen. My, my, my. Well, on the 29th of April, approximately 7.30 p.m., it was probably more like 7.37, I wrote on Facebook, how many of us take hearing God clearly and easily and speaking and sharing his word easily and clearly? How many of us take that seriously? How many of us know how important it is to hear God and to be able to reiterate what he said? And then it goes on to say, well, well, this is a message, and it will preach you truly free. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. The baby in this video says so clearly and so easily, hi, mommy. Hi, baby girl. And then she says it again. Hi, baby girl, a little toddler. See, the little girl obviously paid close attention to what was being taught and what was being said to her so that she could clearly articulate it back to her mom and others. It has been said that a two- to three-year-old toddler knows how to string phrases together to speak coherently. But it also has been said that a three- to four-year-old toddler scribe activities and use more complex sentences and speak more clearly. Furthermore, it says that a four- to five-year-old, they can speak in detailed sentences, they can tell stories, and they they can communicate easily with others. But, you know, if they can't, the doctors will work them up and rule out apaxia. It's when people have uh, problems speaking, verbal apaxia. It's where their sound, the sound of their words is not clear. And they're consciously trying to speak in the very things that are being taught to them, but they have limited and difficult abilities to speak clearly and to even willfully or purposefully speak in a pattern. 
that we've obviously sometimes taken for granted, that we could speak clearly, that we could hear clearly. See, this loss of um, speech ability is sometimes due to a brain injury for older people or to a stroke or to a progressive illness. Um, But when we're talking about it for children, it's a development verbal dyspraxia. And this type of speech disorder, part of the developmental ataxia, it's the inability for their very motors, motor skills, the motors inside of them to operate properly. And so then the child's language process is delayed or denied. So apaxia and other disorders can impact how a person has the ability to hear and understand what someone is saying. So let's just say it's not apaxia. It's not something that occurred due to a stroke or an illness. Say we're just not attentively listening. See, in order to attentively listen, you had to actively listen, which a lot of people don't do. A lot of people are listening but not listening. They're hearing what you're saying, but they're not hearing what you're saying because they're so busy preparing what they're going to say. See, you have to pay attention to what a person is saying in such a way that if you see them, and you're sitting with them face-to-face or doing a virtual meeting, you have to look at their body language. You have to focus on them entirely from head to toe, what they're saying. And then you even have to consider their position in what they're saying, their stance, their opinion. And then at that point, you're listening to hear and to understand, not to respond. If you don't pay attention while someone's listening, you can end up misinterpreting what they're saying, which could lead to lots of problems of not just misunderstanding and misinterpretation, but you can now go and say what that person said to different people, and that's not even what they said. They didn't say those phrases, and they didn't even speak about that particular scenario that you're sharing. But see, when you're active listening, you gave them your full attention. The primary purpose was understanding the speaker. It is just important to understand them as it is to not have an opinion about them. Because see, sometimes when people are talking to you, You've already dismissed what they're saying. You've already become in a defensive mode, not wanting to hear what they're saying. You're already listening in order not to hear what they're saying because you've devalued what they're saying and put more value on what you think they're saying. Because, see, in communication, 
that means that you're imparting and exchanging information. You're conveying information that you're successfully conveying and sharing your ideas and feelings. But many times, you're really just trying to act like a Mr. or Mrs. Know-it-all. You're not considering what that person is saying, something looks like to them. Because it's not always about what they're saying being correct. Sometimes it's about what they're saying about what it looks like to them. So in the terms of communication, we must allow people to share their ideas. And it's not about you knowing so much and you correcting them. I have a family member that whenever you speak, he will continually correct you if you said the word wrong. But sometimes he's so busy correcting you until he forgets that's not even the important part of what you're saying. Uh, Many times uh, people will uh, correct what you're saying because they're not hearing what you're saying. You could be talking about something, but they're so into their correct mode so they forget to hear the very essence of what you're communicating. Because sometimes you're not communicating something as a fact. You're communicating it as an opinion or a feeling or an attitude or an idea. See, it's important that when we pray, and prayer is a solemn request for help, or an expression of thanksgiving addressed to God, or an object of worship, an invocation, an intercession, a devotion, a mode of worship, or 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 uh, uh, something part of a, an earnest hope or a wish that we hear what the person is praying. Um, we were at a. a, a uh, a particular event, and we knew what the person was saying, although they pronounced the person's name wrong. So we had the intention of hearing what they were saying, but not taken away from what they were saying because we were so busy trying to concentrate on what they said wrong. See, sometimes when people are praying and talking to God, they're communicating their thoughts and their needs and their desires. It's an avenue that they're using, especially for those of us that are believers, and making our deepest feelings of our heart known. And as we talked about on last week, my sister and I, many times people will say that, God doesn't hear a sinner, but they forgot that when they were yet a sinner, they asked God to forgive them. That's what repentance does. And so when we're repenting, we forget that we're repenting as a person that has committed a sin. How many of you know that although you've confessed Jesus and believed him in his heart, In your heart, see, what did I say? I said, his heart. Someone may be stuck on that right there. But when you believe him in your heart, you've repented, but yet God will be delivering you again 
and again and again from this and that and that and this and here and there. And so you will be constantly communicating with God, interceding for others, giving him thanksgiving and praise, being a mediator for someone. You will be constantly doing that because of the sin in your life. Sometimes you will hear people speaking in tongues, and it sounds like that two- or three-year-old. Sometimes you'll hear people speaking in tongues, and it'll sound like that four- or five-year-old. Sometimes that three- to four-year-old. Because even as we're learning to allow the Holy Ghost to speak through us, sometimes when we start off, and even in the end, it's like we're saying, ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta, instead of speaking in a language that we don't know, instead of hearing the Holy Ghost pray through us, karabashi, kandarabadeste tararaboshaya, they may say ta 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 tang 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 Honda whatever but they're speaking as that toddler that two year old that three year old that four year old that five year old but as the Holy Spirit teaches them to practice so that they can become a skillful speaker of what God is saying to them, listening in order to hear and hearing in order to be clear. Sometimes they're older than that five years old, but at the same time, they have so much static. They have so much interruptions until they can't speak in the tongues that God has given them because it's being delayed and denied because of a type of apaxia. Some of us have been injured. Some of us are sick in the spirit realm. And the effectual reverent prayers of the righteous may not be clear in what the person is praying, but they're still praying from their heart. And so I ask today that when people pray, whether they're saying tat 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 or TTT, or they're saying and they've yielded their heart and their tongues and their mouth and their total being unto the Holy Spirit that He prays through them or they're struggling with things that don't allow them to pray that, that we would ask God to help us to hear what they are praying. And although they may be saying, tot, tot, teet, teet, we will hear them speaking in that unknown language that God has given them and given them the grace for the place that they're in. To pray until either that apexia is healed or they're delivered completely, 
for that injury that's causing them not to be able to pray, to be made whole. So on today, let's pray for Minister Mongo. Let's pray for the sick and the shut-in. Let's pray for those suffering for diverse sicknesses and struggles and challenges. Let's listen for the unctioning and the leading of God's Holy Spirit. Let's pray God's word. Let's pray and call out every bodily system or disease that is trying to attack the people of God as an agent of the devil that comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy until God looses them, just as Jesus said, but he had come to give them life and that more abundantly. So we're praying for them to be loosed. We're praying for their wholeness to be loosed. We're praying for healing to echo through their bodies from their head to their toes from the inside out. We're praying that that central nervous system, whether it's palsy, cerebral palsy, or uh, Alzheimer's disease, or blurred division, uh, or vision, or emotional disorders, or, or what we don't understand is that sometimes those blurred divisions and those blurred and doubled uh, divisions is because sometimes an illness in the central nervous system will impact another system. So then now there's a division in how things usually happen. There's an imbalance. There's a bankruptcy. There's a fatigue. There's someone that's suffering from an infidelity or they've been to the combat zone or they've had some type of warring in in, in gang activity in their bodies, not just in their neighborhood. Their circulatory system and cardiovascular system has some type of blockage or malfunction or disorder that's causing um, CHF or MI or neurythmia of some type. Their gastrointestinal system, which is also their digestive system, may have ulcers in it and lesions and, and various imbalances and refluxes. Their endocrine and lymphatic system may have some type of chronic or acute disease going on in it. And that particular thing is not allowing um, that body part to act like it should, such as an acute and chronic bright disease, which is a disease that affects the uh, kidneys. It causes damage that makes uh, it stop working, and eventually the kidneys fail, and then they go into the last stage of kidney disease that is called uremia, and that's when the person's bloodstream now is where the toxins are being sent. Because, see, the kidneys are supposed to be sending uh, the urine and various things to the bladder, but now it's sending it to the bloodstream, and now the person's fatigued. They're having leg cramps. They're having head pain. They're having nausea. They're having difficulty concentrating. See, this kidney, since that it's sending it to the bloodstream, is causing things to not operate right. So although it's a kidney, it's affecting the circulatory system. So even the muscular skeletal system, whether it's various infections in the bloodstream that's now causing that hip pain or that shoulder pain or that atrophy or that stiffness or those tremors, or even the reproductive system that's having these various uterine cancers, ovarian cancers, uh, fibroids, tumors, cysts, having all of these things going on that now you're having pain that's rebounding in other parts of the body. 
or your respiratory system, whether you're having bronchitis or cystic fibrosis or pneumonia, and now there's various bacteria and things spilling over into your blood system. Or if you're having these uh, problems with your skin for burn from burns and allergies and things of that sort, and now all of a sudden you're having problems that's spilling over into your blood system again. Did you hear the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus? that cleanses us, the blood of Jesus that has been sacrificed for us. So we have to remember that even if it's Parkinson that begins in the nervous system, it can spill over into the skeletal system. And now the person is having tremors, involuntary movements, or that urema that had uh, excretory things that are now in your bloodstream. So you have an infection that now is causing physical, chemical, and biological problems. Well, don't you know that when someone is suffering from various um, assaults, various mental challenges, various hurts, that now they need the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus to give them that miraculous deliverance because that thing is impacting their testimony. That thing is impacting how they pray. That thing is impacting their faith. That thing is influencing how and what they do. So let's just remember, just as the word of God says in Matthew 11 and 12, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered the violent, the violent take it by force. So we have things going on in our body that's trying to cause us uh, uh, suffering and is violently doing it, that we must now speak the word of God that says, no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against us thou shalt condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. So whatever it is going on on your body that's trying to uh, cause you to uh, do this or, or, or do that, and, and it's like a diverse disease of torment, you can't even sleep right. You're almost in a lunatic state, according to Matthew 4 uh, and 24. It's that same God that healed them can heal you. The same God that healed uh, the centurion, and, and, and he said, my servant shall be healed. And Jesus said unto the centurion, go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so it shall be. Don't you know that we can send a word, we can pray for somebody, and those things and those demons that possess them and those spirits that possess them, those words that were sent to harm them, that we can speak the word of God and the same God that delivered us will deliver them. Don't you remember how in Matthew 12, how even um, Jesus that the great multitude was following them, and yet there was a, a, a kid that was deaf and dumb, and Jesus healed him. That same God can heal him. Those are things dealing with the central nervous system. Let's bring it into where this thing is really affecting people. Don't you remember in Matthews 14 and 14 when uh, Jesus was talking about healing the sick? Don't you remember in Matthew 15 and 30 how he was talking about healing those that were lame? That's of the skeletal system, the blind central nervous system, the hearing 
central nervous system, the maimed, it depends on where the wound was. Don't you know that Jesus cast out the devil and he cast them out and they did not see that devil again and he healed them. We serve that same God. So there's multitudes of people following you. There's multitudes of people that are listening to you. There's multitudes of people that are asking you for prayer. And God is saying, cast that devil out in the name of Jesus and know that you give him all the glory. You give him all the praise. For even in Mark 3 when it talks about the plagues and God can touch them just to touch them. You know that woman that had the issue of blood, she just touched the hem of his garment and she was healed. Don't you know that Jesus went and said, Lazarus, come forth, and he was yet dead, but he came forth when he was, my God, my God, he was sick unto death. There's people sick unto death mentally, physically, here with you and abroad. And God just wants you to know that the great multitude that he has assigned to you, he wants you to hear on today that not only does he want you to lay hands on them physically, he wants you to lay hands on them spiritually because you're listening to this message today in order to hear and in order for you to hear the Holy Spirit of God clearly so that when the Holy Spirit prays through you when you pray the word of God it shall not return unto you void but it shall accomplish that for which God has sent it and when you pray what the Holy Spirit has prayed it shall accomplish that for which God spoke through you. So whether you speak in the English language, remember there's someone in another country that does not speak English, but when they start to speak in tongues, they will speak in tongues of the English language and even those heavenly languages that we know not of. So pray, saints. Pray for the people of God and pray that God allows you to hear his Holy Spirit clearly and that you can pray his word and know that the same God that did the healing in Matthew's Mark, Luke, and John is the same God that will heal the people for the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, but the violent take it by force. And that same attitude that we had when we were correcting people when we were on the streets or correcting people just to be right, God wants you to use that same fortitude to pray for the people of God that they shall be healed, delivered, 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 and made whole, whole, whole. And set free. So that's all that I have on today that God has given me. And now I turn the lines over to whoever wants to pray for Minister Margo and the sick and shut in for everything preached and taught on today. 
was for the sick and the shut-in. And for those that want to hear God and say what he's saying clearly. I turn it over to you. I'm Minister Sylvia and whoever wants to pray. Praise God. Praise God for the lesson on today, the request on today. We are going to open the lines up for any and everyone that wants to start off with prayer before we get into our personal prayer for Minister Margo and any and everyone else that needs prayer. We're going to give you the opportunity to be the first, the second, and the third, and so on. The lines are open. Father God, this is uh, Minister Sylvia. I'm going to come to you today asking you, God, for your favor. I'm going to come today asking you, God, for your power, for your healing, and for your strength. I'm going to come today asking you, Lord Jesus, to pour your blood, your healing blood, over Minister Margo. God, no matter what is said, no matter what is done, and no matter what it looks like, smells like, or you she hear them talking like, God, we ask you, what do you say? God, we ask you to come in late in the midnight hour when the torment has started and things are stirred up in the spirit, God. We ask you to come in with your angels and capped about her. We ask you to just minister to her mind, to her heart, and to her body, oh God. We ask you to do what only you can do, God. We ask you to do what only you're going to do, God. Your will, your way. God, we ask you for those that say they're praying for her to be praying for real. Not playing, not acting like it, not saying it because it was a good idea. Not saying it because... Somebody heard them say it, or they wanted somebody to hear, but to me that they're praying for her for real. God, we ask you to give people the heart and desire to pray for Margo and any and everyone else that's sick and shut in. Give them the, the heart to pray on purpose. God, we ask you to give us this gift of prayer because it is a gift to be able to pray to you and Know that you hear our prayers, oh God. God, we ask you to cover apostles like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, God. Strengthen her body, oh Lord. Go into every vertebrate, every joint, oh God. Give her strength for the drive. Give her strength for the transition. Give her strength for everything you have for her, God. Every promise that has been made, God. Let them overtake her. Let them overwhelm her with joy, God, because they're coming forth and coming true. God, we trust you concerning our overseer, God. We ask you, O oh Lord, to make everything that has come her way that was meant to be used for evil to be turned around for your God, good, O oh God. God, give back what the canker worms has tried to steal and eat. Give back what the fox has tried to destroy and eat. God, give back 
everything that tried to be stolen from her, let it miraculously appear and come forth. God, we ask you to cover Pastor Troy, God. Touch his heart, O oh Lord. Promise he have made, God, to you and to the people, God. Let him stand on that word. God, let him be faithful to what you have given him. God, touch his congregation. God, we want you to build up the man of God. God, in every family that has lost a family member, God, in our family and others, we ask you to touch them, comfort them, God. God, let them keep the faith. Those that's crying out, why, why? God, minister to them. Touch the brokenhearted, O oh Lord. Minister to them, O oh God. God, I just thank you for everything you're doing. Cover my son, my nephews, my nieces, my great-nephews and nieces, all of my siblings, oh, God. I ask you to cover us, God. I ask you to bring our family together, God, that we will have a reunion here in Chicago, other side, my dad's side of the family, that we won't just see each other at funerals, God. I ask you to touch them and heal them, oh, God. Bring us together that we could learn how to communicate with each other and learn how to ask for prayer and learn how to receive prayer. God, I thank you for blessing our households. I thank you for blessing our automobiles. I thank you for blessing our financial situations. God, I thank you for blessing each and every one of us. God, continue to do the work in us that you started, God. Give us a continuation to... Desire to finish out our assignment, O oh Lord. Even though it looks one way, God, we will stay on course. We will stay focused. God, keep our minds stayed on you that we can stay at perfect peace. God, keep our minds stayed on you. We can stay on assignment. God, we just ask you these things in Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name we ask. Before I take it back, I'll add more to it. If it is so, it is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Is there anyone else at this time would like to pray? The lines are open. Okay, well, I'm going to give you our closing remarks before... The woman of God comes back and give us our final input of our service on today. Thank you all for joining us this Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. We will be back next Sunday at 9.30 a.m. to hear what God has poured into the woman of God, that she may serve up to the service of God and the people of God and every listener that listens to the word of God on next Sunday. We thank you that it will be the May, the month of May, and I ask that you all may take the time out to spend the month of May with us serving God, doing God's will on Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, on Mondays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be hearing from our very own 
Dr. Sarita Wright on tomorrow night. Please join in. Come back next Friday. I will be ministering from 9 p.m. Central Standard Time to t- uh, or 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're just asking you to take time out to hear what God has poured us us to pour back into the body of Christ. We thank you all for taking out the time. You don't have to, but we thank you for listening to and being faithful to Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We want to thank you for just loving on God, serving God, and wanting to serve God. So we love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. And at this time, I give it back to the woman of God, Apostle Elect, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. Amen. Thank you, Minister Celia. I just want to say thank you clearly to Pastor Troy, to Prophet Antoine, to Dr. Prophetess Serena Wright, to Minister Ron and Elder Tony, to Reverend Lawrence, to everyone that has ever been a part of the Smile 3E uh, programs, Apostle Sandra Thomas and so many. But I want to give a special thank you to Minister Sylvia and her faithfulness for every night or day that we have a program. And even the late Minister Sheila Kaiser to thank God. And for every listener, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for praying for us according to God's God-given words that he's given you to pray for us. I don't take it for granted. For this is a ministry that many have as an extra thing. But this is a ministry that God has called us to. Because don't you know ministering on the World Wide Web doesn't have anybody on the other end saying, Preach! That's giving you the accolades that you may get when you're standing before a crowd. So to be called to the worldwide web ministry, which is greatly needed, is an honor. And so to have someone like Minister Sylvia that is willing to do it, whether she does it on Facebook or whether she does it on Blog Talk, it's an honor. Parfait Antoine. Pastor Troy, Dr. Serena Wright, Elder, you know, uh, Montgomery and Minister Montgomery and um, also Reverend Lawrence. And I can go back to even when the Cornicks were a part of the ministry and Elder Tony uh, Howard was a part of the ministry. I can go back further and further and further. But God wants me to say to you all, thank you. Songbird Joy, I haven't forgotten the times that you've ministered. Hmm. Prophetess Katina, I haven't forgot the times that you've ministered. There are so many that we don't have time for me to go through all of the names. But past, present, and future, obey God, obey God, and obey God again. Bye-bye. Thank you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.